The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is Brandon Marsh with the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags back at you once again for another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am joined as always with Dan Garcia. And it is our first show of 2019 official first show weekly it's our, on out. it's on our opening day. This is our uh, start to the season. Yeah, absolutely. This is the uh, the one that's getting us going. We're going to start going weekly, obviously. Opening day, we're recording on Wednesday. Opening day is tomorrow, Thursday at Oakland. So from here on out, it'll be weekly. back to normal. Weekly. Yeah. Either, most of the time it's going to be towards the end of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, kind of mm-hmm. depending on our schedule, whether or not we're going to be at the Big A. Um, I'm sure we'll do some live telecasts from 66ers. Um, so yeah, so definitely keep a lookout on our schedule, but definitely look, but we're definitely going to be towards the end of the week, but we're going weekly now. We're, we're, we're full steam ahead. Yeah. It's from here on out. It's, uh, the grind, the grind yes. of 162 games for the all angels podcast in halo Haven. So, there we go. um, no, exciting. it's exciting. It's exciting time, whether, whether your team and this goes for any team, whether your team is the best team in the league or you're the worst team in the league, everybody's at zero and zero. Everybody's ERA is at zero. Everyone's stats are except, unless you're the Mariners or Mariners in the A's, obviously, right? Yeah, that's just where you look at the schedule. Ru- they're like, oh, they um, kind of ruined it. There Seattle's two games or a game up now or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. And now it's funny because I was looking at uh, tomorrow's matchup between uh, the Angels and A's, and it says uh, it says Cahill zero point zero ERA, and and then it says Fires fifteen point zero zero, and then I go, yeah, what? And then, oh yeah, they that's right. They a week been, ago, and it's funny though too. It's like, well, does Fires get credit for? Two opening days. I know, like, right? He's a, a double starter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but as I was saying, it's the beginning of the season. Everyone's kind of at. A, hey, everybody is in first place right now, so right. we're excited. But more exciting than anything for Angel fans, obviously, this address the elephant in the room. Wait, wait! Do you hear that noise? It's the money. Uh, it's, uh, the money it's the money truck. It's the money truck back backing up. But no, well, to me, I think the, the the most exciting news in the off season or heading into the season for the Angels is the Angels traded Williams Harris to San. No, I'm just kidding. I'm about to say, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Mike Trout is an Angel for life. The Angels agreed to an extension with Mike Trout for 12 years at about 426 million dollars. Over a twelve-year span, it averages out to about thirty-three to thirty-five million per year, probably yeah. more. Yeah, I think he's making thirty-three and a half mm-hmm. right now for and the next two years, and then it just the I last mean, ten years are, are are the same. All yeah, you need to keep that thing beeping because I mean the money's just going to keep coming. Man. There it is. There it is. Back it up. Drop mm-hmm. it there. No, but you know what? And it's funny. And I want to talk about this real quick because you know, 
I, I thought about going live. I thought about asking you, let's right, yeah. do a live thing. And I said, you know what? No, let's wait for the podcast because I wanted to say something. Is it weird? I want your opinion. Is it weird for me to tell you that Angel signing Mike Trout at $426 million is kind of like a bargain? Does, oh, does that seem I, weird to you? I don't – I mean, it – and I mean, it's funny. It's funny you say that though, too, because that was it broke so early in the day that a lot of the um, like sports talk radio had the day to talk about it. It didn't happen, you know, like at five o'clock at night, and then you had to wait till the next day. Like that same day, they talked a lot about it. And mm-hmm. depending on where you were listening to, if it was like a baseball kind of themed um, podcast or radio station, they were like, "Oh, that's cheap. They got a cheap man. They Mount Mike Trout so much worth so much more than that. Not only on the field, but everything off the field that goes along with it. He's worth so much more. And then if you flip the station and, and you hear a radio station that maybe doesn't talk about baseball a whole lot, people are talking about like how's how are you going to pay someone that much money, <laughs> and how how are you going to give them the biggest contract, and and it's baseball and this and that. So um, me personally, being a baseball fan and seeing what he does around you know Southern California, Anaheim, Orange County area, I I definitely think. Um, he's worth every single penny. And you might have been right. He might have got off cheap because if he did test free agency, um, he would have exactly probably got – he definitely would have got this and very more. good chance he could have got more, exactly. I feel like any other guy – well, there's nobody as good as him, but I'm saying any other guy like like a Machado or, or Bryce Harper who kind of waited it out, he could have done that. He could have said, you know what, guys, I'm going to play my two years out. And I'm gonna see what I can get on the free agent market, and I I easily think that he could have gone around 500 million, but it says a lot about Mike Trout wanting to get it done, just get it over with. I didn't didn't want to test the free agent market. He's he's comfortable where he's at. He spoke about it at the press conference, it, but it's just it boggles my mind to think that we got him on the cheap for 426 million dollars, but the Angels. You know, Artie Moreno catching so much heat for not signing Kite Goal. Um, do, do what my and we'll get some, some. We have some sound from the press conference. My biggest thing, and I thought it was funny watching the press conference. Um, like you said, maybe two weeks ago, some mm-hmm. of the people, fans, you know, he has a Artie has to back up the truck and just give it, try whatever he wants and sign this player and send, he's not going to resign unless you sign Kite Goal and go after Arenado and this and that. And how quickly it changed at the press conference when you started having chance of already, already. And now fast forward, we're not even a full week from the press conference. And now people are saying, oh, look at the moves they made. They're, they're going cheap again, da, 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 and this and that. It's like, you can't, it's so fickle. Fans are, I mean, I, I understand it. Fans means fanatic and all that great stuff. But, man, it, it just seems so funny. Like, one day, one Sunday, you're chanting already, already, already. And then Wednesday, it's like, why didn't we get Keiko? Who's this guy we got from the Giants? We could have got Keiko instead, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's just funny how it goes back and forth. I think a lot of people get caught up on the now moment and, and, and the names and all that stuff. So you got to – to me, I look at the grand picture of things. If you go out and sign a Keiko, a lot of people don't know him. A lot of people may know but still want the Angels to do is sign Keiko. But right. if you sign Keiko – you give up international draft pool money, and then you give up draft picks. And I think the draft pick is 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 the biggest part of it because, I yeah. mean, if you listen to the press conference about Mike Trout, one of the main reasons he decided to re-sign with the Angels was the farm system, young players coming up. You don't get those kind of players if you're giving them up because you're signing the, the next big free agent. You, right. you just don't. And Angels went through that trying to sign these guys, and 
having a crappy draft, having a crappy farm system, and, right. and, and now they're just barely getting out of that hole. So to turn it around and, and do that for a guy that you're not – it's average. If you take away a Cy Young gear, he is average by every number. Right. So um, the way they're doing it I think is great. They're playing smart. Now I don't know what people are going to say because before people were saying, well, you have to sign him to keep Trout. You have to sign this person to keep Trout. Now, now that now he's here – now what they what are they gonna say? You have to sign him to what? I mean, for what? Yeah, obviously yeah. Trout's comfortable enough, and he said he was about the vision that this team has, and so you have to take his word for it that whatever the plan is, whether it's this year, next year, or the next five years, that he feels comfortable with whatever direction that the team is going. And and us being a little more involved with the minor league system, uh, we both know that it is in the right direction. Just watching, if, if you guys who are watching the spring training games. You see guys like our dude, Brandon Marsh. You see Shout Rob out. Farmer. Uh, you see guys like Joe Adele. Torrey Hunter Jr., who is super raw, but it's making plays out there. Guys like Ren- Rangifo. Yeah. I mean, when they picked him up, what was it, two years ago for the Crone, Crone. trade? Everyone, everyone was, was freaking, who is this guy and why are we getting him a Crone? And now, look, possibly by the end of this year, he's going to be the Angels starting second baseman. And then you got guys in Griffin Canyon. You got uh, Suarez. The Angels farm system went from, like, bottom of the barrel to about middle of the pack now to the top 10 and it wasn't by accident and, and billy upper's doing a great job and you got to remember too how did the angels get mike trout to left to left yankees signed a free agent and mark to gave up their draft pick who did who did the angels get it with that draft pick mr michael nelson trout so you guys got to remember if they go and sign a guy like keiko you just never know what's going to happen in the draft and they pass they their draft pick becomes the next big thing angels i think are done with that um, everyone should know by now that Artie Moreno does not mind spending the money. He spent the money on Vernon Wells. That didn't he work just out. Has, he just hasn't spent it very yeah. well, but he'll spend it. He spent the money on C.J. Wilson. That didn't work out well. Yeah, when Josh year. Hamilton. That didn't work out at all. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? So you got to think of the big picture. The Angels learn from their mistakes. I think they're moving a little more cautiously, yes, but the moves that they're making, in my opinion, are strategic and they're working Right now, they're, they're going to spend money, moves. but it has to be the right type of money. It's not like before yeah. where they're going to spend money because, if you want to use another team's uh, metaphor, because uh, they have stupid money. So um, obviously, it's 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 they're going to spend it. You know, it just it has the right situation has to come at the right time. And a thirty was it going to be like thirty two, thirty one year old pitcher Keiko isn't the back nec- end of his career isn't necessarily that right situation. So, like I said before, we got some sound from from the. Um, from the press conference, um, you hear two sounds. One of them is why Trout decided to stay, and you know, and and the other one's just him talking about everything going on. I think in the last couple of years, uh, you know, bringing in Epler, um, the relationship what I have with the you know the front office, um, you know the the things he do and he does in the off season, you know, brings in players, try to put put a uh, pieces of the puzzles together to make a great team. You know, obviously. A lot of talk about going back uh, east and back to Philly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I enjoy I enjoy every minute being here. This is my home. You know, I, uh, I love it. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of things went into it. I think the direction of the, the franchise, that's that was big for me. I think if it was going the other way, I would have had to consider, you know, going. But, I, you know, it never crossed my mind that I was going to be angel for life for sure. Cole's got me worked up, man. Cole, the whole day. Hey, you ready for this speech? Uh, you know, I'm happy, obviously. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, Artie and Carol Moreno, uh, Billy Epter, uh, John Carpino. Faith and commitment uh, to me. Um, it's been a long couple, 
last couple two weeks, three weeks, uh, you know, we got it done. Um, my wife, family. Um, um, I love you guys. Thanks for all the support. Ooh, I'm losing it. Wow, emotional right there. I know, and that I think that was the best part as an Angel fan to see how much emotion was tied up in his uh, opening address, I guess you want to call it. But um, it's real for him. And, and as an Angel fan, and I guess as a sports fan in general, I've I, over time I've come to the realization I get kind of skeptical when some of these guys say, yeah, I love playing here. Yeah, uh, I love the fans here, and this is great. Like Because people leave. I mean, you look at any sport, your, the top player a lot of times moves right. for whatever reason, whether it's money, whether it's relocation, wh- whatever. And when Trout was saying that, my wife was like, do you think he'll stay? Do you think he'll stay? I'm like, oh, I don't know, because you hear it everywhere. You hear it everywhere. And the fact that he's – not only did he stay, he stayed two years earlier than he had to make a commitment. He got choked up at the at the press conference, showed to me that, wow, I guess he, he was legit this whole time. And for me being kind of skeptical, I feel like it kind of bit me in the ass. But, you know, I, I'll take it. I'll, I'll eat crow on this one because it definitely helps out the Angels organization and us as fans, definitely. Yeah, uh, like you mentioned, I, it's rare that you – a superstar athlete. And I'm not talking best player on the team. I'm talking best player in the league. Yeah, like top a guy five like player, yeah. Kobe Bryant, who stayed his whole career as a Laker. But, um, but the thing is, you say that like, you say that with the Lakers – but there was that that little stretch of period where he was Wait, talking. Oh, yeah. He was talking About like, "I want to be traded or I want right. to leave." So, right. But Trout never had that. Yeah, you you had guys like uh, Michael Jordan. I mean, obviously he stopped playing baseball, but he stayed with the with the Bulls. You, you think of Michael Jordan, thinking about the Bulls. You think of uh, Larry Bird. You think about the Celtics. So, Mike Trout can be in that category of superstar where when you think of Mike Trout, you're always well, an even, angel. Well, even if you want to go into a baseball conversation, now you can look at it like a Jeter, Gwyn, like a Jeter, a Gwynn, mm-hmm. a Cal Ripken. These guys. But but I, I feel we'll, like we'll have Trout's just well he will be I mean he's wow. not there yet but he will be but now I mean to me it's like when do you put the statue up <laughs> you know because you, you, you know that he's gonna be here for the next twelve years you can start planning a yeah, statue you yeah. can start planning um, you know a, a dual retirement number between the, him and Vladdy the funniest thing to me is he could retire right now and he be one of the, would be one of the greatest angels ever. He would be all of famer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he and we had this conversation texting wise. Um I asked him like, "Hey, you know, Trout, Mr. Angel now because you being a big Tim Salmon fan, I'm kind of like, well, look what he's done at this point. I mean, that, and I, that was my thing. I'm like, yeah, well, right. if he retires now, he is because he's a Hall of Famer." Yeah, yeah, no doubt. doubt. No doubt. Well, to me, I mean, you got to end your career to be called Miss. And I know he's going to be an angel for his whole life, and I get that. But once his career's over, I think you can find you can, okay, Mister Angel. But there was always a Mister Angel before him, so he'll always be Mister Angel number two. Unfortunately, <laughs> two point Yeah, you know what I mean. I, and that's weird to say, but um, so, oh man, it's I mean, just I mean, awesome. that, uh, you look at the long term now. Again, like statue, put him next to Artie, um, retired number. Uh, now you're now you're pretty much guaranteed another cap in the Hall of Fame when that comes oh, for no no doubt. I mean, okay, and this one's a no doubt. Yeah, doubt. yeah. With Vladdy, it was always like, oh, we don't know. Montreal had yeah. good years too, but with Trout, you know, he plays twelve years. He has to wait another five, so we're looking at seventeen, twenty years down the road when he gets into Cooperstown because it definitely will be on the first ballot. Um, boom! Angels fans will have another. And this part is probably the next one. You got to wait that long to see it again. So get your uh, travel plans according uh, to that timeline and, and get down to Cooperstown. Yeah. 
I mean, I it to me watching the press conference wasn't able to get out there, but watching it on TV, it was an exciting time, man. It was real. Just looking at it, looking at the crowd, seeing all that crowd out there. I was a little nervous that they did it while they were playing the Dodgers, because you know how some Dodger fans kind of be dumb. Yeah, and I was like, man, I hope these Dodger fans don't show up there and, and act like idiots. And they right. didn't for the most part. Some mad respect to those Dodger fans who. Who, who were there? I saw a couple of blue shirts in there, but game respect game. But you know, I mean, when you talk about Mike Trout, I mean, what can you say? You can't, right. you can't even like hate on that, you know. So yeah, so it, it was cool talking or, or seeing the press conference, and then later on, actually, when the, the news broke that Monday, um, where where were you and what did what did you what, what were your initial thoughts when I don't know did I text you it? Or you, you woke just, me up. Yeah, okay, you woke I woke. Me up. Oh yes, you're on vacation. I was on vacation. Yeah. So what was your initial reaction when 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 you got the text that? Travel? When I well, you sent me the picture. It said breaking, and the Angels, are, you know, reports say that the Angels are agreeing or they have come to an agreement with Mike Trout on an extent, twelve year extension. And I immediately, I didn't, I didn't geek out. I was, I had to make sure this was real, so I went on. Uh, MLB network. Would I ever lie to you? Well, no, but I mean, I'm just saying it's like, okay, what? Well, I mean, how real is this? You know, like what? I know. Verify Jeff, the sources, right? I know Jeff Passan is a good source, but I mean, is um, Peter Gammons reporting on this? Is um, De- uh, Fletcher reporting on mm-hmm. this? Who like people close to the situation? Sure enough, I go on MLB network and it's scrolling on the bottom. They they breaking news and and even then I was still it's not official yet, right? You know, and I know. Uh, you know, I think a few uh, other Angels pay, uh, fan sites jumped on live feeds and, and Angels, you know, agreeing. And I and I jump on the live feed. It's not official yet. Mm-hmm. It's not official. Yet. And it wasn't until the next day when it was official that I finally. Well, because that first uh, that, that first day they found it because he was taking physicals for it. Right. So the, obviously they need to get the results of the physical back right. the next day. And that's what kind of made it. Official. So once it was official and the Angels released the news, I took a breath. And, and, and then that's when I kind of hit me and I said, I don't have to worry about hearing. All my friends say, you know, he's leaving in two years. Right. You know, he's going back to Philly. You know, he's going to the Yankees. Ooh. Well, you know what? No, he's staying here. And and that's when it kind of sank in, and I actually felt relief. This is what I thought. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're stuck. We suck. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep, that was yeah, me. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, it was almost surreal. And and then my first, and then my thoughts were like, man, that's crazy that he didn't even want to test the market. And it said, I was I was a year honestly when people were asking me, I was a year uh, too late because I thought he was going to do this at this time next year, going into the final year. But it says a year. lot about him, though. Oh that, yeah, like we said that. Yeah, it says a lot because, about him that he be, waited, that he, he didn't wait. Yeah, I mean, wanted to get it done. Talk it talks about what kind of person he is and not wanting to drive up his price. I mean, he easily could have. Yeah. But exactly. he didn't. He chose to get it done. And, man, Mike Trout, I love you, bro. Yeah. So I reached out to Victor Rojas, and we had an interview a couple weeks ago or probably like last month. But anyways, yeah. the day that all this news started breaking, and I just asked for his simple opinion real quick, where do the Angels go from here? And if you follow us on Instagram, you already heard this, but I think it's something that we should play. It's an exclusive. It's a Halo Haven yeah, All Angels podcast exactly. exclusive. He called me. It was awesome. Okay, here we go. Well, I mean, uh, when you start talking about the franchise and looking ahead to the future, obviously it all revolves around uh, Trout as far as the core uh, of this franchise and the face of perhaps Major League Baseball. So I think uh, I think moving ahead, you, you look at what uh, Billy Epler's been able to do to try to uh, surround Mike with, uh, with talent and more specifically uh, as it relates to the minor leagues. And uh, the drafts have been very productive so far. A lot of guys in the top uh, – 
top echelon as far as prospects that are on the cusp. And uh, I think it bodes well for this franchise going forward that you have some depth down at the minor league. Not only depth, but uh, like uh, really exciting players uh, like Trout was before he got to the big leagues and like you got the likes of uh, Joe Adele and so on and so forth. So I, I think for the franchise, it's just a matter of uh, really appeasing a fan base and making sure that Trout went absolutely nowhere and that he was going to be an angel for life. That is our Victor Rojas exclusive. There you go. Shout out, Big Fly Gear. Yeah. Halo Haven and All Angels Podcast exclusive. We need an exclusive like. <laughs> I think that was our I think that was, doom, 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 doom. Yeah, I think that was our first one. our first hey, let me talk to you and uh yeah, sure give me like two seconds. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Yeah, so with all that being said, enough about this Mike Trout character. Mike who? Yeah, what? Yeah. Mike Jones. Yeah. No. Uh there was other some other moves um happening. Uh, in the world of angels, uh, and land, all, and it's funny because all these moves happened in the last like what forty eight hours. Well, it's it, you know us recording right now, literally less than twenty four hours from opening day. We still don't know the official twenty five man roster, or if the game's even gonna be played because it's supposed to be a forecast and a uh, forecast of rain in Oakland. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, so, dude. we'll see what happens. Uh, don't tell me that. My bad. Uh, but anyway, angels made some moves. Uh, a guy that they. I think they were kind of high on last year when they traded for him, but they released they traded uh, Williams Jerez uh, uh, to San Francisco for starting pitcher Chris Stratton. That kind of triggered a couple other moves. The Angels then optioned Jaime Berea to Triple A, and then they released Dan Jennings to make room for all this movement. Right. So then, you know, Justin Upton got hurt. Then we find out he's going to be on the IL. So today, the <laughs> Angels, you know, uh, claimed Brian Goodwin from the Kansas City Royals. Added him to the roster. Adding him to the roster. The 40 man, 40 so man roster. So obviously, he's probably going to be the 25 so when, that, when a, that comes out. A lot of moving pieces here that kind of just you, one move created this, this, this. So Jaime Berea, option in AAA for, to make room for Chris Stratton because Chris Stratton is out of options, which means he needs to be on the team. Right. Otherwise, why you trade Jerez away? Uh, if you're not going to keep this guy on the team. Yeah, I'm just so, thinking, too, they must have some real confidence as far as depth in their bullpen because that when he got, when he came over with Ty Buttry for the Kinsler deal last year in uh, mm-hmm. Boston, um, it was supposed to be the add depth, add depth, add depth. And so they must yeah. feel pretty good about adding that depth. And and, and um, they feel like they didn't need him. Maybe they felt like, I don't know if the Haney thing is a little bit more serious than they're leading on because of it. Yeah. Because um, he's also starting the year on the IL. So. But then but then Berea was a league leader and wins, or team leader and wins last year with Tan, one of the best pitchers on the staff. Right. Going into, you know, I didn't have a doubt that he was, wasn't going to be in the rotation. I was pretty much, yeah, Berea's got a spot in the rotation. Now he's option to triple a, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because he's able to get a couple starts. Not that he needs more starts. I, it was a move that I don't not, it didn't have my head scratching, but it's one of those things where, all right, well, they must see something in this Stratton guy and to, for them to say, all right, we're going to option Berea down. I, I don't know. think that right now um yeah and the strand thing is kind of weird because you see a bunch of it's funny though people ask me is he good i'm like i don't know you look at his spin rate for his curveball his fastball is among the best in mlb but then you look at everything else his his hits his his um 
like his you know walk to strikeout ratio. It's not great at all. His ERA not great he had at all. Had a really bad year last right. year. Right, and but you would think with the high spin rate that his numbers would be a little bit lower, but maybe a change of scenery, maybe um, a little tweak here or there, and maybe that's what the Angels are hoping for. Because some of those numbers that you can't really change, the spin rate I'm talking about and, and the way and the movement on his curveball is there already. Now you just got to figure out how to use it, and maybe the Angels um, feel comfortable in the way they're doing it. What I do know is that Stratton is a guy who won 10 games last year, lost 10 games also. So he already he's, ha- he's already tied with the Angels. Right, and, and wins. And wins, yeah, uh, there you go. Which means that the guy goes out and works. The right. guy can throw innings. Um also, I know that the Giants were high on him the last two years before that, and right. even coming in as a rookie. Yeah, he's going to be 28. He's, he's 28, so, so he's not you know, to that dreaded 30 plateau where a lot of pitchers are kind of devalued at. But 145 uh, innings last year, um, you know, and, and like I kind of said, he won 10 games on a horrible Giants team, so obviously something must be going right. Um, I guess I, I think it's one of those deals, again, the Angels kind of did with, with – Harvey and everyone else is the high upside. So yeah, LT Jim on 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 Instagram. Uh, Keenan is not a lefty. Keenan no. is a right-handed yep. closer. Um, yeah, and it, the Berea again. It's kind of just head scratching to me, kind of yeah, somewhat. Uh, yeah, because he's not a guy that you say he needs more work because he 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 had he, tons of he work. had tons of work at the major yeah. league level. So again, I. I, this Stratton guy, they must see something in him. I, 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 um, I, I don't even know how to answer you. I don't think it's a terrible move. I also don't think it's a great move. So it's something that we're gonna have to just wait and see at this point. Uh, where they're, where how it, how it ends up panning out. Uh, so that with all that being said, moving into the twenty-five man roster here now. Uh, it's not official. Uh, the Angels from right now, as as we as I know. Nothing has been set in stone on who's actually on the twenty-five man roster. Right. So you and I have a list here that, and I well, think I mean, we're pretty. I mean, ninety percent of it. Yeah. Everyone knows it's not a it's not a shock. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think this twenty-five man roster I have written down, except for one, is uh pretty much set. And and I'll let me start with the pitchers. This is who I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody Allen's a closer. Obviously, yeah. Right. Justin Anderson could be the seventh or eighth inning guy. Yeah, I had him and Butchie kind of right. split. Like, I, I think whoever the, they're, I think they're going to give the Butchie right. uh, to begin with, but I think he's kind of on a short leash, and, and whatever happens, I think Anderson, if he keeps on doing well, he can put into that spot. But, again, um, it's going to depend on their performance, but they, I think those two guys are interchangeable. Right. Allen, Butchie, Anderson, Justin Anderson could be your seventh inning, seventh, eighth inning guy, like I said, Butchie, the same deal. Cambid Rosian is going to be your, you know, some guy that you need to bring in to get some outs here and yeah, there. Yeah, maybe you know? hopefully. I mean, we're talking about Cambid Rosian. What two, three years ago he was set up to be the closer yeah, of the yeah, future, yeah, yeah. and then he got and, hurt, and, and then he did really well. Then yeah, he got hurt, came right. back, had a really, really bad year last year. So maybe putting him in a situation where um, he's going to be working those uh, sixth innings, fifth innings, maybe a ninth inning when the score is out of control and getting some confidence behind him because. If he can pitch the way he did two, three years ago, he's another really great young arm that they're going to have in the bullpen. But it's just one of those things where you have to hope he gets back to his his old form the way that he has performed. Right. So, Allen, Anderson, Bedrosian, Budry. Then you have Noe Ramirez, who is like your long reliever kind of yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, long, not so much long hair. Right. I got Luis Garcia, right. Hansel Robles, and the guy who, you know, I had 24 guys on my roster, and I looked at all the position players, and I'm like, no, they're full there. 
So I'm all, okay, so they're adding a bullpen arm. I went with Taylor Cole because right. it's either him or Luke Bard. Right. I mean, and that's one thing where we're recording now at 747 Wednesday night, and we still haven't seen no. an official 25-man nope. roster. So that last bullpen spot is going to be you up for grabs. And so maybe that's what they're kind of debating on right now. But um, the front guys – or not the front guys, but the back-end guys, like you said, uh, Cody Allen – uh, Ty Buttry, Justin Anderson, Ty uh, Campajosian. I think Hansel Robles. Even I think those guys are more so locks than um, than anybody else. Come that would take that next couple spots. Right. So then, yeah, obviously the rotation: Trevor Cahill, Matt Harvey, yeah. Felix Pena, Tyler Skaggs, and Chris Stratton. Yeah. I mean, again, um, we talked to Tyler Skaggs about a couple months ago. Yeah. The beginning of March. Um, and we asked him about the, you know him possibly being the starting starting pitcher on opening day, and he said, "Yeah, it'd be great if he could be it." But, and his words, you know, a month into the season, everything is scrambled up anyway, so yeah, it doesn't really matter. At, so at that point, what what the difference? Yeah, and, and I and I kind of think it's overrated too. I think it's one I of those. So too. I think it's one of those things where, if you're down the stretch and and you're in contention for a playoff spot, I think the guys they throw out then are probably more relevant and more important to the team than. Um, whoever gets the opening day start because something like tr- spring training where the injuries kind of set people back maybe two or three days, and right. then now he's the third starter instead of the first starter, right. which I think is kind of yes. Brent Wood, come on. Are you really asking that question, bro? Who is our closer? We signed one in the offseason, my man. Um, all right, going into the position players. Right. Catchers, Jonathan Lucroy, Kevin Smith. That's right. a lot. Uh, yeah. Brisenio got an option to AAA a couple right. weeks ago, which is a little bit surprising to me. Kevin Smith is not an option, so they're right. keeping him. But I kind of thought – I think with that move, because um, Luke Roy did catch a ton of innings last year, so I think that's the mentality they're going to have is that he's going to um, catch a ton of innings. And so they'd rather have Brisenio down there getting at-bats and getting reps behind the plate where if it's not going to be like a 50-50 split or even a 75-25 split, then don't waste his time up there. Let yeah. him get some work. Yeah. I mean, they did that with Carlos Pena, too, and then he ended up just they ended up they, well, they ended away, up Well, they so. ended up using him up because they ended up using all his options, yeah, and then and it was they, either lose him or trade him. And yeah. um, so That sucks. But anyway, moving on. Justin Bohr, Zach Cozart. Bohr, I mean, let's talk about Bohr for like two seconds. Okay. Those two home – I know they're only two home runs, but – the one out in, uh, I think it's Goodyear, where I don't even know if this oh, thing, thing still hasn't it's landed. It's making its way to Anaheim right, right. now. Right, and then another, um, the last Saturday game in Peoria before they Straight went to away went center. dead center. And if anyone's ever been to Peoria, they realize how high that batter's eye is in dead center field. And it was like at the top third of that that he hit off of. It was, yeah, it was crushed. This, and, and you know, because we were there at spring training a couple of weeks ago, um, that dude is so much bigger in person than oh, he, he, he's he, humongous. Then, then, then you see on TV like, okay, he's a big dude. But then you see him walk no. by, you didn't take BP. You're like, that's a dude. Yeah. That's a guy that, yeah, he's huge. Yeah, he's a, a massive mountain of a dude. Yeah. Uh, Bohr, Cozart, Fletcher, Tommy Lastella has the utility spot. Yeah, super utility guy. Uh, Albert Pujols, obviously. Andrelton Simmons. Peter Borges was the fourth outfielder, but then got bumped up to got the, bumped up to the starting left fielder, which we think he'll start in left field tomorrow. Cole Calhoun and some guy named Mike Trout. The fourth outfielder now is a guy that he picked up today, which I mentioned earlier, is a guy named Brian Goodwin. Right. Another lefty bat. I mean, um, he was last year with the Kansas City Royals, had like a point two war, so he didn't hurt anybody. So I guess the Nationals that's good. before that too, right? Yeah, before that, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he batted two fifty, but you know, it wasn't like he got into a ton of games, so that can be easily fluctuated one way or the other. Uh, or his career is 250. Uh, but either way, you look at it, he um, 
he's a guy that it's going to be the util- the the backup fourth outfielder, and then maybe if they want to go because he is a lefty, maybe if they want to go platoon with him and Borges. The Borges had a really really good spring. So I don't see how you can. So I see he gets all the yeah. left. He gets all the. All that bats until proven otherwise, and then yeah. and then if he slows down or, or anything, then you you then you platoon him. But I, I I don't think he comes into the season. And like you got to remember too with this quote unquote twenty five man roster because it's not official. This is our roster. Um, you know, odd man out to me. I have I have a twenty. I named twenty five guys. To me, the one guy who's not a lock is Taylor Cole. Um, he's gone once Heaney comes back, and then once. Upton comes back, you know, a guy like maybe Goodwin or Borges, depending on how they start the season. Yeah, that's gonna be part of it. You know, and then when Otani comes back, there'll be movement. There'll be there'll be guy. They're they're gonna have to make decisions once Otani comes back. Once a guy like uh, J.C. Ramirez comes back. Once a guy like Keenan Middleton comes back. Right, and 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 that might be all comes down to who 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 has the hot hand and who doesn't have the hot hand at that time. That's that's what I think, but. you know, it, it, it's 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 not a bad lineup, especially when you get Upton and especially when you get Otani back in it. Maybe right now it doesn't look the best because you have guys like um, a Peter Borges or um, you know an Albert Pujols, aging Albert Pujols um, in the lineup. But I think once you get Otani, once you get Upton, um, and those guys start producing like you, hopefully they can. I, I think this offense can be a top three offense. It and in in the AL and and if if you have anything close to what Cole was at second half, um, he's going to be a big um, producer that the Angels didn't have for most of the season last year, and that hurt him. I mean, obviously that hurt him a lot. Yeah, I mean you're gonna you're gonna need guys to to you know fill in while Otani's gone. Uh, Otani is you know 21 home runs and 80 RBIs last and like year. Like a half, out of the half lineup. yeah, half the yeah, and half and the half the, the at bats. Yeah, yeah, more than half, less right. than half the at. I mean. It, it, what he did in his rookie year, oh my God, it, it's it's nothing short of uh, amazing. So again, this is just our opinion on the twenty-five man roster as of today. And I repeat, as of today, we're recording the day before opening day. Nothing has been released yet. It's almost eight o'clock. Nothing has been released yet. I can't wait to see exactly what what it, it actually is. I think we're pretty spot on. Yeah, um, I think that ninety percent of this is what it's going to be. I yeah. mean. I, Obviously, the bullpen guys are going to be the big question mark. <clears throat> I think the position players are pretty much done. Like, I don't see any other movements with position players unless it comes out that someone tweaked something somewhere or whatever. But um, baseball is famous for having those weird injuries, though, like sneezing too hard or washing their car or, right. or riding dirt bikes or right. something like that. And I just want to address something real quick but while we're still on the 25-man roster. Uh, a lot of people have been talking, you know, we don't have our pitchers are terrible and blah, blah, blah. You know, our bullpen last year – was pretty damn good. It, I don't know. Considering I, what they had yeah. put up with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, they pretty were... damn good. Our starting rotation doesn't have a quote unquote ace. But uh, if you look at the rotation, and I can't really speak for Stratton because I, I haven't seen enough of him. But if Tyler Skaggs can pitch the way he did in that stretch last year and continue to improve. Pena's been on fire. Pena, man, uh, the way he ended last year, the way he's been pitching in spring, great. Harvey looks good. Velocity looks good. If he can be the Matt Harvey of three years ago, great. Cahill, if he continues to that momentum from the end of last year when he was with Oakland, carried into this year, he's a, he's a formidable guy. Right. Um, you don't necessarily need Verlander and and Garrett Cole on the top of your rotation to win games. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
the 2002 Angels didn't have a quote-unquote ace. Jared Washburn came out of nowhere that season. Same could be said for a lot of teams that did well in certain seasons where on paper their rotation wasn't, you know, Cy Young after Cy Young, but was formidable enough to get them deep. And right, I feel exactly. like the Angels, looking at the names and looking at knowing what they can do, I think they look pretty good. Yeah, I think they're definitely – and, again, everything is going to come down to health and how guys bounce back from health. But um, they're, the Angels' good is going to be good enough to compete for probably even the top wild card spot. I mean, you look at some of the teams last year that competed without a set rotation. I'm talking about Oakland and Tampa Bay. Yeah, Oakland patchworked their rotation. And, say, and so did – Picking I mean, up Cahill uh, at the end of the uh, year. I mean, and obviously Tampa Bay had the, had, had the Cy Young winner, which helped out a lot. But, well, yeah, but. but, I mean, other than Snell, who else did they have? Like, I, I – challenge anyone out there without googling it who was a third starter on tampa bay and 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 you know who was the fifth starter in in oakland last year like right. that stuff matters to a point but if you can if you can produce offensively like the angels should be able to and and defensively the angels have been a top defensive team and for a long time now and if they can keep that up that's going to help save these pitchers a lot of runs so um this team you know again with health being the main factor, yeah. it's it's going to be kind of kind of rough to see how it goes. And the shout out Halo.News on Instagram, he said, all we need is our starters to get through six innings. So we talked about all last year, it seemed like every week we talked about Skaggs only went four and one-thirds. Heaney only went three and two-thirds. Blah, 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 one and two-thirds. Blah, 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 three and two-thirds. It all boils down, like you said, is quality starts because I think that bullpen with – a legit closer now only makes it better with guys like J.C. Ramirez coming back, Keenan Middleton coming back later. And, and don't so forget, too, once and once uh, Haney gets back, there's a good chance Pena's going to be moved to the bullpen. Or Stratton. Or Stratton, but, I mean, again, I guess it depends on who it is, but I think uh, uh, Pena probably feels more comfortable in that role coming out of the bullpen. Um, I'm not sure about Stratton's history, if he ever did or he's always been a starter, but, but either way hey. you look at it, I mean, those. I mean, you can look at it this way: those two dudes can combine for easy six innings. When when one of them starts, you can bring a third, oh, you yeah. know, three innings and three innings, yeah. and let the rest guys go after it. I mean, if everything stays healthy, again, health, health, health. If everything stays healthy, there are so they're many options. They're set up. They're set up for really good. There, there are so many options they can staff. do. Yeah. Uh, another one thing I want to touch on before we move on to our commercial break is, you know, everyone always says, when, you know, if they're in the mix, are they going to make moves to to bolster the bullpen yeah, or whatever? They can now. Well, I mean, you got to remember, if a guy like um, J.C. Ramirez is coming back from injury, he's not going to go into the rotation right away. He's going to be a guy that's going to be slid into that bullpen, making that bullpen stronger. Uh, I remember back in the day when Kelvin, Kelvin Escobar got hurt one year, was out for the beginning of the season, came back in the bullpen, was like a formidable eighth-inning guy for the Angels, made that bullpen so much stronger. That's something that the Angels might not even have to make a move because they're going to have a guy like Ramirez coming back from injury. They're going to have a guy like Keenan Middleton coming back from injury. You're going to have two closers. I mean, and if, yeah. Butch, and if Butchery continues Conti- to progress, yeah. you're going to have three closers. And the last team, I, last team I remember winning the World Series with three high-quality closer-type people is Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. And they had everything going on. So, again, I, 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 like, I like the situation. I like what they can do. I like what they um, – the possibilities are really, really good. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break so we can get a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Uh, with some more, uh, we're, we're just going to keep going for with our 2019 season preview show. Hey, hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. 
Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. This is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. And we are back. So moving on, uh, as if you guys are listeners to the show, you guys know our segments. We're short a segment. We got big time again today. So we're going to be a short a <laughs> segment today, but that's okay. But one of our usual segments is that uh, weekly poll question. And obviously it wasn't weekly because we've been going monthly. So this can honestly be the very first weekly podcast or weekly poll question of 2019. Daniel, I'll let you take over from here. Yeah. So, again, for all the new listeners out there, now that the season started, we will be going weekly. And hopefully being able to put a weekly po- uh, poll question out there on our Twitter. So if you guys – Follow us on Instagram or anything else. Make sure you also follow us on, on Twitter. It's the same handle, um, Halo underscore uh, Haven. So, again, um, every week, poll questions. So, this week, um, seeing that we're doing like a preview show and everything, that we asked the people, what do they think um, where the Angels will finish? So, I mean, four choices. Win the division, win the first wild card, win the second wild card, or just miss the playoffs completely. Um, the first place... Uh, one that got the most votes was win the second wild card, followed by surprisingly to me, win the division. Twenty nine percent of the people thought they were win division. Thirty three said win the second wild card. Twenty four percent said win the first wild card. Fourteen said uh, miss the playoffs completely. So where did you? Um, I sure in the hell didn't pick them to win the. Oh, oh my bad. I sure in the hell didn't pick them to win the division. We got to be really realistic, guys. I mean, I'm the biggest Angel fan ever, I think. Daniel probably thinks the same, and you guys probably think the same. But I'm going to be 100% real, and, and they're not going to win the division. 100. They're not going to. You got a team called the Houston Astros with guys like Jose Altuve, Kevin Correa, Bregman, Verlander. Can I keep going, or should I just stop right there? No, uh, they're not winning the West. They're not going to win the division. Unless um, something crazy happens. I mean, injuries happen, and, but yeah. Nah, I, come I, on. Yeah. yeah, let's be realistic. So I'm not saying if. <laughs> with that being said, last Later. year, I think me, you and I both picked them to win the second wild card spot. Right. And it didn't happen. Injuries happen. Right. Um, well, then, too, like you look at it, um, yes, last year was weird because you had the, the Rays and where they win like 90-something games. No, not even it, them. Oakland. Who expected well, Oakland? Oakland won, and no one thought that. But I'm saying like yeah. the Rays won 90 games or at least 90 games, and they didn't even make it. So um, the Angels could have a really good year, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they uh, are going to make the wild card. So it, it, it's, it's definitely going to depend on what's going on around them also. I, okay, so with that being said, um, we picked them to win the West or the second spot in the wild right. card last year, both you and I both. I think that this team is 
as good or better than the team I predicted to win the second wild card last year. I think they're better than last year. Okay. But you can't discredit what Tampa Bay did last year. You're right. You can't discredit what Oakland did last year. Well, I tell you what, Oakland's going to be hurting for a little oh, while yeah, because um, Matt Olson's on the yeah, on the on the IL. And they and just traded for Kenny Morales, which we'll see how much that. But goes. um, and then even even Seattle, Seattle can they can win some games here and there, but I'm looking more at the at the wild card spot, right? Because right? yep. that's where the Angels are kind of going to compete for. So. I'm predicting them to win 85 games and miss miss the playoffs. I'm, oh, really? I'm being honest. Right, I'm no. being 100. I, I, look, guys, you guys can hate me for this or not. It's, it doesn't mean that they. I don't think they can, they can get in because anything can happen. Obviously, anything can happen. Um, the Angels can be the Tampa Bay Rays of last year and win 90 games. You know, but looking at the team now with what I feel, what they have, and how everyone else got better. You even have Toronto, who's a good team. You have. Um, uh, not Toronto, Tampa Bay. You have Boston, New York. Obviously, one of those two teams are going to win the East. Whoever finished second place in the East, I believe, is going to win the first wild yeah, card spot. Yeah, I think spot. so too. And then from there, it's anyone between Oakland. You have Cle- uh, not Cleveland, um, uh, Minnesota, who two years ago battled us to the end, if you remember that. And then we both kind of fell off last, you know, in those last couple of games. But yeah, I'm predicting to win 85 games and just miss the playoffs, guys. I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. And it doesn't mean. That they can't that they can't get in. I'm just I'm being honest. Okay, I said the second wild card, and this is my kind of thought process behind it. Oakland, I don't know how they're going to do it. I, just, I mean, they won 97 games last year, which is unbelievable for what they do. I don't know if they could do it. They don't they don't necessarily have a a, a history of doing it back to back years. Usually, they have a year where they just come out of nowhere, and it's almost like what the heck's going on now. It's that next year and a lot of times they don't do well that next year Tampa Bay same thing they have they use the opener now our teams gonna get smart and figure out how to counter that um you know Boston New York I think they're gonna be one's gonna win the division one's gonna go to wild card the one where I'm really interested in seeing and I think um it'll be a big part of whether or not the Angels make it or not is Cleveland now the Twins with with some of the guys they picked up Marwin Gonzalez being a, p- a key factor a key piece and Cleveland, I, I don't know about Cleveland. You got Lindor hurt. Management wants or ownership wants to cut down payroll because, I mean, it's it's they're not drawing the fans that you think they would. So they have to cut down payroll. If Cleveland gets off to a slow start, I can see them start selling off some pieces, a Kluber, um, you know, some other uh, high end pitchers that they have. And if they do that, then I think that takes them out of the running completely, and Minnesota can take that division, which leaves you would think a spot open in that second wild card spot. Right. So I think a lot of it has to do um, with that because I'm not, I'm not completely sold about Cleveland right now. I mean, they have, they lost uh, with Andrew Miller. They lost, you Cody know, Allen. Cody Allen. They, they've lost guys. And now that window that was supposed to be open when they went to the world series against the Cubs is now, I mean, it's a crack. It's, it's barely open right now. Right. So if they get off to a slow start and, and Lindor comes back, but he's not the same, um, he has his whole contract thing looming over their head. Um, you know, if they struggle now, do they look to sell off pieces and, and start the rebuild now? Because they have management ownership has come out and said that they need to cut payroll at some point. So um, that's the big thing that that will affect the Angels more than anything. You know, in the West or even the East, I think is how the Central does it. So um, we'll see about that. But I, I picked them as a second wild card. 
Wow. I mean, and then hopefully, you know, me, you know, I'm a superstitious guy. I played baseball my whole life. So as being a baseball player, superstition, and I picked them to win it last year. So me not picking them this year. Yeah, maybe that flips me, it around. John, John Magdaleno in Riverside, California's decision to not have them pick to win the wild card going to postseason could uh, get us into the postseason. I'm just saying. I'm, you maybe. See, you're hopefully. Hurting, hopefully. You're yeah. here first if it, if it were to happen. So there it is. Do you have a number on how many wins? I think, and again, too, I, I I saw the numbers around like 94 and a half for like the betting odds in Vegas. I think, honestly, it's going to be closer to about 88, 89. I don't see them necessarily getting to that 90 um, win just because the AL in general is stacked with Boston and New York and yeah. it's stacked with Astros. Um I mean, if you can split the season series with the Astros, you, you, you'll be doing great. It's going to come down to how these teams beat up on the lower um, end of the the league. So, like, the Kansas City's, the Chicago's, the Baltimore's, um, you know, um, the, the Rangers. I mean, I think the Rangers just lost to the AAA team in the last spring training game. So, um, it's going to depend on how they do with, with those guys. But I, I'm around 89, 90. Um, if you twist my arm, I would probably say 90. Wow. Okay, cool. Love the optimism. Yeah, I Love mean, I, I, I think I really like this team. I really like this offense. And I, and I got to say the offense is what's, in my eyes, carrying this team all year long. Perfect. All right, so moving on, we're going to go to our emails. Our You've got mail. Uh, but before we do that, quick shout out. Uh, we had, if you guys listened to our last podcast, it was our spring, spring training, training podcast. We were live in spring training. And we interviewed a bunch of our fans who approached us and said, hey, are you guys the guys from the podcast? Hey, hey, Loaven, what's up? That was weird. Yeah. So as we were talking to these people, we said, hey, uh, want to be on the podcast? Shoot us. Why are you in spring training? Why do you love coming here? What's your name? Where are you from? We had, I think we had a, about a good solid at least nine, ten little right. interviews that we did. And we had an extra one that stood out from a guy. Uh, and so w- anyway – our little contest that we decided to do was pick out the one interview out of all these fans who really wasn't the fan who is an actual professional athlete on the Angels organization. It was your job to pick out who that person was and who was the winner of our of our show or our contest. It was uh, Alyssa King. Yes. Alyssa King. From Utah. From Utah. Uh, picked out Rob Farmer, a.k.a. Brandon, Brandon Marsh. Marsh. So, uh, Alyssa... Uh, the ball's on its way. The ball's on its way. Brandon Marsh signed baseball. Brandon Marsh is, we consider him a friend because the guy is just more than willing to help us out with whatever we need, man. Right. Like, and uh, Brandon Marsh, definite future angel. You guys saw him in spring uh, Got training. Got a lot guys, of at-bats. A lot of at-bats. Talked to him yesterday. He feels he's probably going to start at the double-A, which, and, and, which and he, he, he probably should. Should, and hopefully, you know, and if he stays there all year, that's fine because he's 20 years old. All right. Hey, get your at bats. You know, move your way up to the system. Well, the, the double A system. It's that's where the guys that the teams have high hopes for. Yeah, you know what I mean. If if you make that jump from single A to double A, it's because the team sees something in you and they want you to develop. So yeah, um, you're not going to see any guys that are just kind of hanging on in double A. You're going to see a lot of young, really good talent. Triple um, A is kind of a mixture of. Old dudes trying to hold on for right. a last shot and young dudes coming up. Double right. A is like the young guns coming to make a name for themselves. So double A is a really good measuring stick for someone like a Brandon, like a Joe when he comes back from injury or whoever is in the Angels organization over there, up there. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, moving on. We had a lot of uh, people trying to 
win the contest, and we appreciate you guys reaching out and, and trying. But Alyssa King was the one who picked out Rob Farmer, a.k.a. Brandon Marsh. So our next email came from our a little listener, Lamar Washington. Um, great show, guys. Um, or should I say shows? He loved the Tyler Skaggs interview, the Victor interviews. Awesome, great listen. Rob Farmer is Brandon Marsh. Sorry, you were too late. Uh, Trout for 12 years, no op cross, and much – uh, no op clause. Opt out. Yeah. No, opt, no out. opt out clause is what it was. Um, wow. 12 extra years as an angel. He's as excited as he can ever be. What do you think about the whole no opt out clause and no trade clause for. Um, I think that's a huge part. I mean, that's just. I mean, I think Manny had an opt out clause. Um, you know, but for Trout to stay here and say 12 years, no opt out, no trade clause, that's huge. I mean, that's awesome. That, that kind of like what we said at the beginning, beginning of the podcast. Now, Start building that statue. Start getting that Hall of Fame bust with the angel hat on it because that's what it's going to turn into. So um, that's great news. And when the news first came out about the Trout signing, that was one of the first things I was waiting for to see if there was an opt-out, to see what kind of funky language is it. But it just came out, and it was pretty straightforward. No opt-outs, no trade clause. You're here for good. Yeah, exactly. And that was, as a fan, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, next email comes from Lauren Conch. He said, awesome, 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 awesome show, guys. The interviews, Victor's showing some passion. He yeah, did. Victor's, yeah, go back and listen to that yeah. interview. That was an awesome interview. And Tyler seems like a really laid-back guy. So about our rotation, Pena looks to be the fill-in for Heaney, right? Um, I mean, I think. But now, now it kind of changes things, right? Now Chris, Chris Stratton could be the, the, the filler-in for, for Heaney for right now. I yeah. mean, and, again, it's going to depend on how those and first handful of starts for each of them go. Pena, too. I mean, if Pena continues to deal the way he's been dealing, I don't see him being the odd man out when he right. comes back. No, you know, you got to yep. keep him in the rotation. Mm-hmm. I mean, but then, again, that's what he said about Berea, and he's in AAA now. Right. So, Well, the options had something to do with that. Uh, it definitely yeah. did. It definitely did. I just don't see why they – See, I would go back to that, and I'm like, why didn't they option a bullpen guy, another right. bullpen guy? Yeah. I don't understand. Whatever. Okay, moving on, and I feel like all these other ones are um, uh, contests. Uh, yeah. Emails, right? Let me get to the – sorry, guys. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. The next one comes from – it would have to be Duncan. Yep, that's one I got right now. Duncan Healy from Dead Horse Alaska. I'll point that out because he's probably our furthest listener. I think. Yeah, by my by by mileage, definitely. Yeah. Unless you're from a different country, then and let e- us know if you are. Email us allangelspodcast.com. Be freaking or awesome. Or Google at, bleh, at gmail.com. Yeah, at gmail.com. Duncan Healy says, "Okay, so you know what this email is about. Mike Trout proves that he is a man. He could have easily have waited another year and drive his price up. That's just not him. Is it weird? Yeah, that's what I said. Maybe I read it from him. Maybe I stole your email. He there said, you is go. it weird that?" Uh, uh, we got him at a still at four hundred thirty million, because I feel like it could have easily hit the free agent market and made the teams just bid up the wall for him. Very excited for this this news. It made my entire offseason. I'm probably late, but Rob Farner is Nick Tropiano. You were close. Rob close. Farner was not Nick Tropiano. It was Brandon Marsh. Okay, next one comes from Jason Greenbaum. What's up, guys? Hope all is well. And are you guys ready for the season to get going? Can't wait. So I know the opening day roster ain't quite set in stone yet. It is yet. still not. What the hell? Okay, go right. on. But we have, a very good, I, we have a very good idea. Peter Borges. How surprised are you guys with his spring? And do you think their Mosil's injury set up Borges to take the spot? Kind of gave him a little more slack to go out there, relax, and play loose with no pressure. 
I don't know if it gave him more slack necessarily. I think it gave him more at bats. I think it was going to be him. It, and Homer was his, C- it was his job to lose after I, Homer Seal. Yeah, after Homer Seal got hurt. I, well, even going into the spring, I thought those two were going to split reps, split at bats. Right in spring. And in spring. Yeah. So once uh, Michael went down, it seemed like Borges was getting eighty percent of those of those at bats, and I think that's what catapulted him because he. I mean, like you said, at a certain point, it was his to lose, and he never lost it. So. Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe being loose and free helped him. But I think once Hermosillo went down, I think um, he got a bunch more at bats that he probably wouldn't have gotten in the spring if if everyone was healthy. Right. Next email comes from Andrew Mitchell. I won't read the whole email because I answered his. He was asking about sixty six or fan fest in the van. We won't be at sixty six or fan fest with the van, um, with the bus. Just yeah. Uh, just real quick on that. Um, if you're from the Inland Empire area, San Bernardino, Riverside, Colton, you know that general area, April second. Um, I think it's a five o'clock at San Manuel Stadium. I don't know what time. I think it's either five or six, but check their yeah. check their social media. Um, they're gonna have a fan fest, so that's gonna be an opportunity where you can go and meet a, um, all the players that are gonna be on the start the season on sixty six or so. Um, last year, if you went last year, you got to see Jemiah Jones. You got to see Griffin Canning. Um, you got to see uh, Jack Kruger, mm-hmm. and you saw him during the spring training doing really really well. So, if you're off of work, if you're in that area, I highly highly recommend going down there, checking it out. Um, again, the p- players are all set up. They're there to sign balls, sign pictures, sign cards, whatever you have, and and be there. To, just, just the opportunity to say, hey, I saw these guys win. Right. So um, definitely if you're in the area, Inland Empire area, even if you're from the OC area and you've got nothing going on, come down to the uh, San Manuel Stadium in San Bernardino and see a lot of your Angels future superstars. Yeah, they're right there. Why not go and check them out? Um, as far as the bus um, – it's not as easy to move around and you know especially during the week uh usually the bus we do special occasions like you know we you know charity events and then special set date tailgates that we'll have and that's when we're able to kind of move the bus and and get it going it's 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 a setup it's it's i wouldn't call it a hassle but it's it's a setup and so it's a process um, trust the process to do it during the week it's just it's not possible for us but uh Let's see. He asks. Uh, he's super excited. He's uh, he's in seventh heaven with Mike Trout's extension. He says, "The only thing that can bring me down from the excitement for the coming season would be an announcement by the Angels uh, for a move to Long Beach." Well, that um, definitely won't happen this season. I hope that rumor uh, is just a rumor. I, I don't see it happening. We talked about it in the last podcast. I don't. I don't feel that. I think the Angels are pretty set now, especially with the Mike Trout thing, City of Anaheim. Um, things are moving forward. Um, I don't see a new stadium, but I would probably see a huge upgrade too. Yeah, I, and, I, and we, we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but you're not going to spend that much money on brand new scoreboards and everything like that, and just to move in three years. Like nah. they've invested money there; they're investing money in, in the surrounding areas. If you're from, you see any games in Anaheim, you see the buildings, the apartments. You know, the, they want to turn it into something. I mean, you got Angel Stadium and Honda Center where the Ducks play right next to each other. There's no reason why they can't. Upgrade that area, upgrade that stadium, and and make it kind of like a, I don't know, you want to call it an Anaheim Live since LA has LA Live, yeah. it'd be something like that. So again, it, it it doesn't make sense for me right now. I think they're playing hardball, but I, at the end of the day, whether it's this year or next couple of years, I think Anaheim and the Angels work something out. Absolutely, I I agree one hundred percent. Next email comes from Malik um, Abul. Uh, hey guys, uh, why do you think the Angels traded Jerez? I felt like I felt when they traded for him last year. That they were excited about him having a power lefty arm. That trade sure shook up the twenty-five man roster. Um, 
I, I do remember when they trained him, they say there, there's a left-hander that throws 96-plus with an explosive whatever. I don't remember. I, they must – I mean, the only thing again, I, 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 the only thing I can think of is that they felt they needed more depth at the starting starting pitching spot than mm-hmm. um, the reliever spot in, in, in the organization. So, um, again, too, okay, if Jerez is there, then you got – it just seems like, okay, Jerez is there, Milton, J.C., Pena, if he gets worked into, where's where's he fit in? Maybe he there wasn't a spot for him to fit in, mm-hmm. you know. So um, get a pitcher to add more depth pitching because outside of Griffin Canning, I'm not sure if there's a an angel prospect ready right now. Not ready right now. I, I mean, think you have Suarez. Yeah, I, I still think he's. Too, I think he's too still. Too I, I think he's still a year away, maybe yeah. September away. But I'm saying, if you need to call up a, a pitcher, I think Canning's the next guy. I think he's ready. But other than that, I don't see a lot of depth early or I don't, I'm not gonna say depth but a lot of young talent ready now for the major leagues it's still there getting developed next one comes from edward Vizcaino. he said hey guys what do y'all think about the Berea getting options to triple a on my end i found it surprising the guy was one of our top pitchers last season and was a lock for a spotting spot entering spring and even was listed in the rotation before the Jerez trade i hope this does not stop his momentum or confidence so what do you think about that it's actually a pretty good question yeah, it, it, I was again. I was shocked. I, I think he would only be able to to benefit from more innings because it wasn't like he only pitched seventy innings. So, uh, yeah, you hope that it's not a setback mentally for him. Hopefully, he can take that for what it is. Is go get your work in and and develop. And guess what? Someone's probably going to get hurt. So why not? Um, why not go get work in a triple A and then you're probably going to get brought up anyway sooner or later. So. Hopefully he doesn't down his enthusiasm or, you know, hopefully he doesn't feel bad. Look at what I did last year. Now they're putting me here. Hopefully he doesn't have that mindset. Um, but, yeah, I, I, would, I was surprised by it too. But yeah, I mean, the guy pitched great last year. He had a semi-breakout season in his rookie campaign, 110 games, team leader in wins. You can't, you can't deny that. So at least, like you said, he's able to start in AAA. I get, you know – it's not like he's not going to start. He's not going to play. His right. arm's not going to go cold or anything like right. that. Confidence-wise, I mean, I, don't, I, I can't speak for the guy. Yeah, we never – we never. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm sure it sucks getting – saying, hey, you're going to go to AAA. He's like, what the hell? What, right. What's going on? I pitched great last year. I, I don't know. Only time will tell on that one. Next email comes from Rob Lastings. He said, wow, it's here opening day. Aside from Trout, who are your guys' pick as a guy who has to step up and be a big piece this season? I can't point to one guy. I'm pointing to the pitching rotation. The starting rotation needs to be give us solid innings, solid starts, five plus every day. I'll take it. Yeah. I can't pinpoint on one person. I guess if I had to, Matt Harvey being the Matt Harvey of three years ago would be great. Uh, Simba continuing to be a great hitter. But I'll just say the starting rotation. What about you? Mine, and I said it a little bit earlier, it's got to be Cole. He has to be that yeah. Cole 2.0. Um, if he can get 25 to 30 home runs and, you know, 85 to 90 RBIs, that's going to help. And, again, I'm, I'm banking on this offense carrying this team. That's going to help the offense so much more than, than you know, I don't want to say that any pitcher will, but um, it was it was so hard to see him struggle so I bad mean, last just, year terrible, because it's like it, it was it was like they lowered that fence. It felt like he, maybe he was trying to pull. It, it, yeah, pull exactly. And and then you coming into it, you're like, oh, Cole's going to smash it. Yeah. Like, he's going to get 35 home runs and this and that. 
And he came out such a bad start that uh, now that he was able to get it kind of turned around in the second half, now you're hoping that he he's taking that whatever he learned in the second half, he's bringing it to this season. And, and if he can get, like I said, 25 to 30 home runs. Oh, my God, I'll take 80 that. to 90 oh RBIs. I, I think, again, Woo. he will be a tremendous, tremendous piece in that lineup for the Angels this I'll year. take 20 home runs and, like, right. 70 RBIs. Oh, like I, 260 I, batting anything, average. Anything would be better than last year, yeah. Uh, we actually just got a question as we are speaking right now, and this comes from Dylan Reynolds. He says, hello, my name is Dylan, and I'm a 14-year-old fan. You better be on spring break, man. Man. Your homework better be done. No. Uh, my question is, how do you feel the Angels are going to do this year, and do you think that they will make the playoffs? We just actually spoke about it, but just to give you a thing, I think they're missing the wild card. I don't think I'm they're in making the, the playoffs. Second, I'm in the second wild card spot Yeah. with about, what did I say, like 89, and 90, 90 wins. wins. Again, I, it's going to come down to completely health. At, at I said there. no with 85 wins. He's a hater. And that's just me being just hating real. Just All right, just being 100% real. So, Hater. again, if you guys yeah. have any questions, comments, concerns for the show, you can always email us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. That's allangelspodcast at gmail.com. All you folks on Instagram Live, you know where to hit us up, man. It's halo underscore haven. Um, where else can they hit us up at? On yeah, Twitter? Um, again, Twitter and, and Instagram are the same, um, same, same tag or same whatever – username halo underscore haven check us out there um again we're going weekly so all angels podcast at gmail.com is probably the best way to get your your emails read and then if you hit us up on instagram or twitter we'll try to get to them depending on how we're running for the podcast but um to guarantee to get a shout out on here and and to um get your question read definitely email us at all angels podcast at gmail.com um but yeah so we're we are that's it i mean we're what less than 12 or pretty close to what 12 hours away from opening still day still no word on the 25 man roster right. no hopefully uh, hopefully no rain yeah, hopefully four, no rain four games in Oakland to start off the season obviously tomorrow's opening day mm-hmm. you had to ruin it by telling me it's supposed to rain <laughs> four in Oakland two in Seattle come back home for the home yeah. opener against next Texas pod, on next yeah next podcast Wednesday night so a week from tonight will be the next podcast around probably around the same time yeah. because we will be at the big A um for opening day, I know I will. I, I believe John will. I think Chris I'm, I'm, is. I'm iffy, but I mean, I'm trying to get it done. I got tickets already, so I'll be there. I will for I, sure be there Friday. Yeah, I'm being there. We're, I think we're going to go there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But wow. yeah, I need baseball and I need it right into the vein. So <laughs> we're going the first three days of um, Angels uh, season at home. So um, when we walk around, again, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be posting when we're there, where we're at, if we're walking around the stadium, whatever. So definitely give us a follow on there yeah uh again seasons rolling weekly from now on i do really quickly want to shout out i i don't want to sound big time but i am johnny big time uh i really do want to shout out uh victor rojas uh for the interview that he gave us uh, a couple weeks ago and then doing the exclusive big shout out to our boy brandon marsh for always being like super cool with us gooby all those guys on twitter just reaching out always being like uh interactive with us and and you know, pretty much saying, "Hey, you guys need anything? Let us know." And uh, uh, it doesn't go on record. We really appreciate you guys, and we appreciate you guys, the fans, the listeners. Believe me, when we were at spring training and I was getting stopped, I humble pie, bro. I was like, "Whoa, what is going yeah. on here? What is happening?" And that's a pretty cool feeling, and it's because you guys, you yeah. guys listen to the show. There's and because, and honestly, because of you guys, hopefully, we're within the next next this season. Hopefully, we'll take the next step and 
get you more interviews with players, people related to the team and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So again, uh, thanks. Thanks fans. Again, tell someone there's been a couple, uh, shout outs we've gotten on social media where I heard from my friend this, or I heard this from my, you know, brother-in-law. So, you know, help us out, spread the word, uh, rate and review us on however you're listening to us, iTunes, um, Spotify or anything like that. But the more you do, the, the more people get to hear us. Sweet. All right. That's going to wrap it up for today's show. We'll catch you guys next week. Tomorrow's opening day. Get ready. Get pumped. Stay live. Stay awake. Let's do this. I am Johnny Mags. I'm Down Garcia. And you've listened to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.